It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I recently received another email from Mike Cohn, and I love the fact that he cranked things back to the basics for a little bit because I almost feel like that's an ongoing theme that I'm seeing, that a lot of organizations need to get back to their agile fundamentals days, and they need to make sure that they're all on the same page before they start forging ahead with the way that they're trying to do things. And in this email, he he's talking about course correction. And uh, let's just get into it. He says, I hear frequently about the need to correct course or to make course corrections. I heard it once in a sprint review after receiving feedback that indicated changes were needed to the recent developed features. The product owner said to the team, we would correct course in the coming sprint. After the review, the product owner and I spoke and I told him not to correct course. In fact, I told him that it's impossible to correct course. All right, let, let's talk about this. I think that in some ways, Mike's being a little stickler on words here, but I see where he's going with this. And I do agree because to correct course implies that there is a situational correct course, that there's there, there's a single threaded one way road to get to where we're trying to go. And uh, further, it implies that we know what that road is and what direction it is and we know how to get there. While in the midst of developing any type of product or project, there is no single defined correct course. There are good courses, better courses, even really bad courses, but we can't know in advance which course is always going to be the exact correct course. So that begs the question, if no single correct course exists, we shouldn't really be talking about correcting course. All right. I see where we're going here, right? It's just, I love how he points out that in any situation, there's going to be a good, better, best option. And I've taught that for years. I, I do believe that there's a good, better, best. But I also am a firm believer that we can kind of get on the right path, but it's not always going to be the singular threaded correct course. So to course correct or to correct course implies there's only one course and it further implies we know where we're going with it. The truth is, if no single correct course exists, we can't talk about that. But we can talk about adjusting, altering, changing, improving our course, etc. But the truth is we can't just straight up correct it. So he goes on to say, a while back I got curious about where the term course correction came from. So I did a little research. And it seems it originated with space flight or with airplanes. If you're launching a rocket to the moon or a satellite into orbit, it makes sense to think that there is only a single correct course, a single correct way to get there. It's mathematically defined and it fits exactly where it needs to go. In the world of product or system development, we may think that we know exactly where the final product will be and who our target audience is, what features it will contain, how users will navigate those features and so on. But the truth is, as we build things, new things come up, right? New requirements will emerge from the process of building a product. The product will morph as we build it, and our knowledge increases. This is something that's true to most things in life. As we gain further light and knowledge, our desire and what we do and how we do it changes over time. So I think that if we dialed it back a notch and said instead of course correction, 
if we looked at it more as inspect and adapt, and I know what you're thinking, oh my gosh, that is course correction, but it's non-definitive. It's kind of like when I talk about the difference between continual flow and continuous flow. There is a difference, right? Continuous flow means it's ever flowing and always moving. Continual flow means that there are gaps and times where it's moving slower or a little faster or at a different pace. And we make pivots and adjustments in order to have continual improvement, right? I think the same thing is true here. Not trying to split hairs, but I do agree with Mike that if we just focus on some of these basic things and say to ourselves, okay, there's not, there may be certain situations where there's one correct path, but the truth is there are more times than not multiple paths to get there. It's good for us to identify a good path, better path, and best path, and to not lean in and put all of our eggs in one basket and say there's only one way to do things. All right, ladies and gentlemen, keep it short and sweet. If you have a topic you want us to cover or something you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us at learnmoreatagiledad.com where we'd love to talk to you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Thanks, Mike, for another great email. Until next time, do take care.